2: I'm
3: talking.
0: at seven nation army brendan escott 37 feet away from me in the 630
2: chet studios tell us why we're letting her rip with that uh not jack white's birthday but actually meg white's birthday meg is the drummer of the white stripes born today in 1974 awesome stuff no question about it uh this is
0: oilers now hope you're having a solid day i'm just doing three things at once here brendan uh which happens once in a while uh you know, I did something today. I don't know how many of you have what? Uh, what? What current incarnation of the phone are you on right now, Brendan? <laughs> I think I just
2: picked up an iPhone 13. Actually, all right. Week.
0: I got the 12 from the office today. Okay, the iPhone 12 from the office today, and it's uh, you know it's it's winning so far. You know what I'm saying? Never a good thing. It's winning.
2: You're not at that point where technology starts to become your worst enemy, are you? Uh, you always there. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, we're we're not exactly,
0: you know, I'm not exactly an ace when it comes to that. So that's all I'm going to tell you right now. Anyways, let's get after it. This is The Now. we got a lot to get to. Orders uh, Now today brought to you, as always, every day for the last 10 seasons, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer, Hugh Porter and the staff at digitex.ca. Uh, they are Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. The Edmonton Letters have lost four straight. Some of you are worried. Yeah, I think most of you are a little bit concerned, and, and perhaps rightfully so. I think that uh, two pretty good performances the last two nights that they've played, but uh, ultimately found ways to lose, got to score first. They're and 9-0 this year when they've scored first. Edmonton's still 16-9, but a four-game losing streak is a four-game losing streak. We'll have a complete recap of last night's game. Uh, we'll go into the orders now. Audio Vault for direct work where Get to our game day liner report, uh, Brennan. Since I had nothing else to do for two and a half hours over at the Oilers' office, I've already gone and done in my uh, Carolina homework for the game uh, on today's show from NHL hockey on Rogers, courtesy of. Mid-City Construction Management, Elliot Friedman. At 105 today for the Horses and Horse Racing, Alberta Sportsnet, Mark Spector. Team Canada World Junior Team will play a collection of uh, Alberta-based University All-Stars. The last time they played the Golden Bears... Back, it would have been, I think, 2013, maybe. The Bears lit them up. It was ugly. Uh, Golden Bears head coach, former Edmonton Oilers assistant coach Ian Herbers today at 120. And Carolina Hurricanes color analyst, a real entertaining guy, Trip. Tracy today at one thirty-five. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. The slot machines at the River Cree now open twenty-four seven. More chances to play, more chances of winning. Non-stop excitement of the, big enga- uh, the biggest gaming floor in Western Canada. Plus, enjoy daily dining specials at more than their ten great restaurants and bars. For more information, head to Rivercreeresort.com And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780 496 Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We're on Twitter at OrdersNow. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stauffer. Tweet Brendan Escott at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two D's. Edmonton has dropped four straight. They played pretty well last night against Boston. Uh, excellent goaltending performance from Linus Olmark from the Boston Bruins. He was terrific. He made 41 saves. Leon Dreisaitl did score a pair of uh, power play uh, goals. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The uh, Oilers are having a optional practice as we speak. Yes, they are. An optional practice as we speak. And I'll get you a quick update. Uh, currently, there are 17 players on the ice. All three goaltenders, including Mike Smith. So, Smith, Koskinen, and Skinner. Uh, I think Mike Smith might be back within a week. Possibly Tuesday at the earliest, maybe against Toronto. Maybe Thursday against Columbus. Edmonton gets the Hurricanes tomorrow. The defensemen on the ice. Darnell Nurse, William Lagason, Cody Ceci, Marcus Niemalinen, and Evan Bouchard. Uh, which means there is no Chris Russell on the ice today. And yesterday, uh, the Oilers sent Philip Broberg back to the minors. We're waiting to see what's going to happen here with Chris Russell. There's a chance that Broberg might get recalled shortly here. The forwards, uh, Connor McDavid, is on the ice. Leon Drysettle is not. McLeod, Benson, Sevier, Turris, poli Ryan, McDavid, Nugent, Hopkins, and Shore are on the ice. So no Yamamoto, no Hyman, no Leon Dreisaitl amongst uh, some of the Oilers players in their top six. No Zach Cassian. That's a bit of a rundown. That's your top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. So we head off to the Oilers now. Audio Vault for a complete recap of last night's game. Our Audio Vault is presented by Direct Workwear. Specialized to work with your business. Outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. And Cam Moon was on the call last night.
3: They ordered- Look to end this skid at three games as they take on the Boston Bruins. Here comes Yamamoto. He'll bring it out. Nurse with him. Yamamoto over the line, waiting, shooting, and off the shoulder of Allmark. Picked off. Bergeron will get it out. Breakaway pass to Marchand. Here's Marchand. Comes in. Backhand scores. Brad Marchand gets the shorthanded breakaway. He goes to the backhand, glove side on Skinner. It's 1 nothing Boston.
1: Bush gets beat out of the corner, just a one on one out of the corner, and he loses his man, the next guy's got to take a run at him. Next guy, and at least one guy open, and that's what happens.
3: Grislich's pass taken away by Yamamoto gets by Smith. Lost an edge, lost the puck, comes in front, shoots and scores.
0: How is was that not a penalty? These guys are brutal. Jake DeBrus goes
3: right upstairs as that puck came right in front and goes blocker side
0: on Skinner. It's a power play goal. It's 2-0 Boston. This is his first point against the Edmonton Oilers in eight career games against Edmonton for a kid that grew up here, played for the Southside Athletic Club before starting his junior career. To the blue line for Barry, Left
3: side to McDavid. To Barry, right wing. Dry Scores! Leon Drysaddle with a one-timer off the right side. It's a power play goal. To Barry in the middle, waiting over to McDavid into the right corner. Drysaddle scores! Back to the right wing point. Grizzlick scores. Grizzlick walks in from the right point and wires it in. And the Bruins have a 3-2 lead. It was coming though, eh? Two shifts in a row for Boston. Our Sean fans on a shot, but the game will end. And the Edmonton Oilers have now lost four in a row.
0: 3-2 the final. The Boston Bruins get the victory. All right. so the explanation that Dave Tippett gave uh, in that uh, audio recap was actually on the third goal, the eventual game winner. Of course, you all watched the game last night. If you're listening to a show called Oilers Town, you probably watched the game. And the first goal against, uh, which frankly, I was really exasperated with... um, there's some, we've talked about it on the show over the course of the last week, that there are teams that are purposely shading to try to take, uh, McDavid and dry settle away. Um, Edmonton's had to sort of have a lot of rotation between specifically, maybe, McDavid and, and Nugent Hopkins, but, uh, Tyson Berry, uh, and Nugent Hopkins. And you could say that McDavid should have been the backside support on the shorthanded goal as they flew Marchand, but Tyson Berry has got to make a better play. And, uh, he benefits from playing on the power play. He did set up the 2-1 goal on the rip job by Dreisaitl. And then uh, McDavid set up the second dry saddle goal. And the Oilers uh, got, had about four mistakes, including Zach Cassian losing his man on the backside, Greslick, uh, as the Boston Bruins get the eventual 3-2 uh, winning goal. Edmonton played pretty well. They just didn't get the victory. Second straight game where maybe that's occurred. They played okay against Minnesota as well. Had lots of shots again tomorrow. The next two games are tough, man. They got Carolina. Carolina is deep. I mean, they are deep. There is no question about it. And uh, and then the Oilers get the Leafs. But here's Leon Dry settled back into the audio vault for direct workwear. Uh, talking about a game that they could have won. I think the
1: last two games probably could have went either way. Uh, I thought tonight we were the better team. But, you know, that's, that's the NHL, so we've won games too where uh, we, we, we got outplayed. So just got to find a way to keep that last one out of the net and then, you know, take it into overtime, give, give ourselves a chance at some points thought our power play uh was was all right um but yeah if we if we get this into overtime we give ourselves a chance uh, at least at a point um and you know that's that's a big step when when you lost three in a row so uh, that's that's the way it goes though when when you're slumping you know you find a way to lose these these kind of games so we just got to find a way to get get out of it guy the guy's having an amazing
0: season um I don't know. The voice sounded a little uh, off there, and I'm not surprised he's missing practice today. Connor, and it's an optional. Connor McDavid on the Oilers five-on-five performance last night. Yeah, honestly, I liked, uh, liked lots of our five-on-five game tonight. I thought, uh, you know, generated some chances. Obviously, we gave, we gave up a couple. Couldn't find a way to get one, but I thought we carried the play a lot of the night on on five-on-five. Sometimes it goes in, sometimes it's not. you know I think uh, if we continue to do the right things like we are um, it's gonna start to go you know sometimes you get a lucky one sometimes you get a real nice one you know and everything in between so you know, obviously we need to find a way to produce a five on five again but um, so just keep painting the right picture doing the right things getting pucks to the net um, you know bringing bodies to the net and kind of banging an ugly one um, when you're slumping, you just got to find a way to uh, to get it done. You got to find a way to get a win any way you can and
2: um, and go from there.
0: All right. Uh, Dave Tippett said, you know, the owners did play better last night. It might have been Rob Tichkowski asked him this question from the Edmonton uh, from Post Media after the game. Uh, just about, uh, you know, moral victories. Are they enough? And, uh, you know, the team played pretty well the last couple of games. But after a 16-5 start, Edmonton's now dropped
1: four consecutive. Here's Dave Tippett. We're not feeling good about losing. We expect more than that, right? So, there's things that we're doing that are giving us ourselves a chance to win. But uh, when you don't win, you got to go deeper. Like we got to, instead of those, okay, we're just we got some chances tonight. We had some old zone time. Well, what are you actually doing with it? There's some plays that need to get made out there. There's some some plays that are difference maker plays that aren't getting made right now. And I'm not just talking about the high end guy. I'm talking about all through our lineup. There's a you know, you get an opportunity for a shot, shoot it wide or shoot it in the net, right? We need more in the net than wide. Uh, case in point, Warren Fogle, who now has,
0: uh, what is he up to right now? He's not scored in the last 18 games. He had six shots on goal last night. Missed uh, on a, t- he made a good play. He was at the end of a shift, but he made a good play, ripped one uh, towards the net. High and wide uh, on the club side, and it almost started the transition the other way. Hampton needs some offensive juice out of him. He's one of those support players that needs to come through. Uh, quick update as well. Uh, last night, and it wasn't much, Dave Tippett on Chris Russell who left last night's game.
1: I talked to him between periods there. It didn't look very good, but I haven't got a full update on it yet. So I got a feeling he might miss some time.
0: There you go. Well, if he misses some time, Edmonton's going to have to recall a defenseman. It likely would be Philip Broberg, I would think. Uh, and, you know, right now, I mean, they've only got the six healthy defensemen here, which means Ligason would play tomorrow if Cody Ceci, who I do think it needs to be stated Was really good for a guy who missed the last four games. All right, into the game day lineup report for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home. List your old home. Sold today. Edmonton.ca. Here we go. The Oilers and the Carolina Hurricanes. So last night the Oilers started with McDavid with Hyman and Poliari. Connor McDavid leads the NHL with 29 assists. Leon Drysaddle with Ryan Nugent-Hopkins and Connor Yamamoto. Uh, dry settle, 23 goals, 13 goals in the power play that leads both categories in the NHL. He's at 55.7% in the face-off circle, and he's plus 14. He's having a hell of a season. Ryan Nugent Hopkins has two goals and eight points at even strength this year through the first 25 games of the year. He's only scored twice on 60 shots on goal this year. It's a 3.3% shooting percentage. He's going to you know, have higher than a 33 shooting percentage by the end of the year. He's a career eleven and a half percent shooter, so logic would dictate, you know. But that's saying the one year that he he didn't score, he only finished with like eighteen goals and forty three points. They look, Ryan Nugent Hopkins would be the first to tell you he needs to bring more. McLeod with Fogel and Cassian. Ryan with Shore and Sevier. On defense, uh, Nurse with Bouchard. I, despite what happened on the third goal against, uh, I thought Bouchard was pretty good. Linen with Barry. Barry bounced back after the egregious giveaway that led to the shorthanded goal. The first of the year, by the way, against Edmonton. Cody Ceci was rock solid. He's playing 20 minutes a game. Uh, The Oilers have dropped to fifth in the league in goals for 3.48. And the goals against has gone up here. Obviously, they've given up 12 over the last three games. They're over three now on the season. Power play still first in the league after two for five last night at 32.5%. Carolina is an excellent 5v5 team. They're 18-6-1 this season, and they're 11-3-1 on the road. Frederick Anderson, who spent the last five seasons with the Leafs, is 13-5, 1.98, 929 save percentage. I don't have his career numbers against Edmonton, but they're outstanding. (laughs) I mean, he's got great numbers against the Oilers. Um... They're down a couple defensemen. For all you virtue signalers out there, you probably wouldn't have wanted Anthony D'Angelo on the Oilers. Carolina didn't care. They signed him. He's got four goals and 19 points in 20 games. He's making like a million bucks a year. It was a great signing, but he's not on this road trip, and nor is uh, Brett Pesci one of the most underrated defensemen in the NHL. So uh, a couple of really effective right shot D are out for the Hurricanes. Those are big losses, uh, and it has to do with the COVID protocol situation. Uh, Ethan Bear and Brennan Smith, the former Detroit first rounder. Brady Shea with Jalen Chatfield. Slavin with Cole. That was sort of what was expected yesterday. Uh, Bear ultimately did not play in Calgary last night as they had Max Lejoie in the lineup, the former Swift Current Bronco. Up front, Ajo, Niederreiter, and Tara though Seth Jarvis has seen some time there. Ajo, four times 61 plus points. He had 38 goals in 1920. This Guy, this team's underrated and they've got a bunch of underrated players. Jordan Stahl, 57% on the faceoff circle. He's with Spechnikov and uh, Jesper Fast. Trocek with Jarvis and Netjes. Netjes is going to be really good. And then Kakanyemi is centering their fourth line. Wow. Uh, they had Steppen and Steven Lorenz on the line with them. All right, that's a look at our game day lineup report for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. It's 12-23 at Edmonton. When we come back in order it's now, we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott with you.
3: Hi, this is Ryan Eugen Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad.
0: right, let's go to NHL today at 1225 for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing Company branded apparel products and awards. All created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. And here is Brendan
2: Escott. Seven games across the NHL tonight with an all-Canadian matchup on the West Coast. The Jets are visiting Vancouver. The NHL's salary cap expected to rise by a million dollars in 2022-23 after expected revenues were exceeded in rebounding from the pandemic. At least thus far. Commissioner Gary Bettman also stating Olympic participation will be a player's decision. This all uh, amid the Board of Governors meetings are ongoing. I believe these ones in Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, The Bakersfield Condors in Colorado taking on the Eagles tonight after a long layoff, courtesy some COVID cases and other tough circumstances. And then they'll square off again tomorrow night, those same two teams. The Oil Kings continuing this road trip. It's a back-to-back. It starts tonight in Brandon before the rematch. Against the Winnipeg Ice tomorrow, but remember Edmonton's best. Uh, uh, pardon me, the best of the uh, the top ranked Ice twice this season, but they won't have their top guns going on Saturday night against Winnipeg as Kosa, Gunther, Neighbors and Caden Gooley are all off at Canada's Selection Camp. Winnipeg, they'll still have Matthew Savoy and Connor Geeky in that major matchup.
0: Alright, there you go. Twelve twenty-seven in Edmonton. Uh, speaking of uh, the World Junior Team, they'll be taking on um, a collection of University All-Stars, not the full Golden Bears squad. Ian Herbers, we haven't heard from him from a couple months months they've wrapped up their first half they went nine two and one they're either i don't know they never sent out the rankings anymore so i don't know i think they're either two or three right now in the country uh we'll talk to Ian. it's a bit of a rebuilding year for uh, ian herbers and stan marple of course ian was part of the Oilers coaching staff elliot Freeman's coming up for mid-city construction today at twelve thirty-five. but at this time we'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with eileen bell
3: oilers now with bob stoffer weekdays at noon on oilers radio six thirty. chad